You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello, legends. Welcome back to Beyond the Likes. It is your host, Amy Gerard. I am at home. It is day one of school holidays. Are we off to a flying start? I mean, if by flying start you mean I've already had to football carry my four-year-old out of Miranda Westfield, then sure. Yeah, killing it. Nailing it at life. I mean, I kind of do it to myself. I've been working with shoes and socks now for a few years and I always do their little back to school campaign. And, you know, it's really great. They're a fantastic brand to work with. We buy our school shoes from there, so it makes perfect sense. And I love that we can go in there and get the kids kids measured up because halfway through the year, I just start guessing their shoe size. Turns out I always put them in shoes that are far too big for them. Um, I guess that's probably better than putting him in shoes that are far too small, but I digress. Uh, we had to go and shoot a shoes and socks reel and we picked Monday at 9.30 thinking, you know, it's a, it's a Monday, it's quiet. It could not have been busier. There was tantrums galore, Kobe bit Bobby. I mean, what is he, 18 months old? What fucking four-year-old bites, a, bites their six-year-old brother? Uh, my four-year-old does apparently, which was very bizarre behavior from him. But anyway, it was an absolute shit show and it'll probably be the last time I try to do anything with all three kids, just in regards to work. Uh, you know, they say never work with children or animals and, you know, my kids are more the latter at the moment. So my own fault, my own fault. I wear that. Did I want to pour myself a wine at uh, 11 a.m. Yes. Yes, I did. I also had multiple Christmas presents to buy for Ryan because <laughs> what man does any Christmas shopping, even when he has secret Sanders to buy for? Um, no, no, no. But that's, uh, that's my responsibility. Okay, cool. So I'm glad I've just vented all that. This is going to be a really short little podcast. It is a small little goodbye for 2023. Normally, I think last year, actually, I took a few weeks off as well. And I'm going to do the same this this year, just because if 2023 has taught me anything, it, it has been that it's not worth biting off more than you can chew. A year in recap for me was it was the year that we, we moved into my mum and dad's house. It was also the year that I lost my mum and dad to the South Coast. Now, not only did I lose, obviously, the companionship that comes with having parents who used to live 10 minutes from me, but I, I truly used to rely on them a fair bit. Just for little things, like if I got stuck in traffic, I could, I could rely on them to pick the kids up from school, or if I had to take one to the dentist, I could drop the other two off. So... Not only did I lose, obviously, my best mates, I also lost my main support, like helpers, basically. They've always wanted to move down the South Coast, so I never wanted to, like, make it an issue or anything like that, and I just kind of got on with it, as I always do. Oh, God, the little ones found me. Hang on a second. If I'm quiet, he won't come in. I actually am doing this while Charlie's on her iPad. Bobby's at 
his friends across the road swimming and Kobe, I mean, he was in the pantry when I left him, but he's, and then I thought he was going straight from the pantry to the line because I put the lounge because I put some cartoons on for him, but he's obviously, I mean, he's hungry. He hasn't been fed in 45 seconds. So he's obviously come out looking for food. Yeah. And so obviously my mum and dad left and then this year has just been so hectic from a career perspective for me. And I don't know if you are aware of all the stuff that's been going on. Obviously the book, which will be one of my greatest achievements, like it is my greatest achievements, not out yet for you to read. But even that, like I sat down with the publisher, my publisher, Tessa, in January and, you know, she had reached out to me and offered me the opportunity to write a book. And I was like, yeah, wow, that'd be really cool. Like, I'd love to write a book. I'd love to put my name on a book. And I mean, I'd love to drop the the comment that I'm an author, obviously, but I absolutely well and truly underestimated how much work it was and how I was kind of going to fit it in around my already quite busy schedule. Um... <laughs> So the book kind of blindsided me a bit and I remember coming home and I wrote like the intro and I was like smashed out a thousand words and Tessa was like, wow, you smashed that out. Like you're really quick. And I was like, yeah, I got this. And then I would write and write and write. And then like, I got to 10,000 words and then she was like, okay, like I need you to write quicker because we need this out for Mother's Day next year. And I was like, but wait, that's that's so far away. And she goes, yes, but we also need to finish up four months beforehand because there needs to be structural edits. And anyway, there is so much that goes in and there's so much backwards and forwarding. And then obviously they have to, once it's been looked at by like multiple people, myself, a publisher, an editor, a copywriter, a fucking wizard, everything. Then it finally goes off to print. And then that takes a while to print all the copies. Anyway, long story short, I had the book and then I had the podcast and the work that I have been doing with all of the brands that I work with, that has been really consistent and really ongoing. Sorry, I'm just doing a podcast. What's wrong? Oh, no, no, no. That's all melted. Oh. Why don't you go and get yourself an apple and then you can have one of these as well. So there's a balance. Yeah. But don't show Kobe. Okay. Because he'll want one. Oh, shut the door, please. Just have an apple and then I'll be able to watch you. (laughs) The work that I do with other brands, that has been consistent. And what I really wanted to do was, I, I, you know, not that I never not took it seriously, but I wanted to really start honing in on the creative aspect of those, making sure that I was bringing to life reels and content that was really, you know, still engaging and in my personality, but also a little bit more elevated. So I've been working with like a videographer to do that. And then I've got this podcast and then I started the one with Jen. Like we actually started that in, I think, August or something this year. But I guess... My point, my whole point to this story is that not only did I lose a lot of the support that I have, but my workload quadrupled. And then on top of that, I still had children, three of them, in fact, two of them at school, so many extracurricular activities, parties, 
I mean, I'm not, this is not a woe is me. I know that there are women out there who are absolutely smashing it and doing exactly the same thing. But my whole point in this was I had more bloody menti bees than I have ever anticipated. And I'm always going to be, you know, rose colored glasses. I'm a positive thinker. I try to always see the positives and the good in life. And I try to laugh off the things that I can't control and, you know, work on the things that I can. But this year absolutely got the better of me. And I felt so burnt out. What I found was that I just, I was in fast forward mode. And then I threw the Rise and Wine event. And I've never done an event before. And we had an event planner, but because obviously I wanted to smash it out the park and make sure the goodie bags were epic and make sure all the food. And I just wanted to make sure that if people were going to be investing that kind of money to come to an event, I wanted to make sure that they got something back and that they walked away being like, fuck, that was epic. And what an incredible event. And that was so worth every dollar. So that was a lot of contacting brands reaching out to, um, you know, clients, PR agencies, people that I've had relationships with, asking for stuff, you know, asking for product, for goodie bags. At one point, I thought it was going to be costing me like $20,000. And so that was obviously stressful. And then packing the bags and just getting everything in order and then just the anxiety of wanting it to be amazing and making sure that it was really good for everybody that turned up that kind of sat on my shoulders. And I think what happened was from about August this year, I was so incredibly high and not highly strung. I was so stressed out. I was stressed. I was anxious. Ryan was away a fair bit, but what it meant was that I was, I was not the parent that I wanted to be. I, I really, really, um, wasn't the parent that I wanted to be. And, you know, I'm probably being really hard on myself. And I know that we as mums do this and we do, we're like riddled with guilt. And it's something that's just like embedded in us, even though we're probably fucking kicking goals and doing the best we can instead of focusing on the good. Like I've started to look a little bit at my own actions towards my kids and I have been really short tempered with them and I haven't had as much patience as I would have liked to have had with them. I have not given Ryan anything. Our marriage has probably suffered as a consequence of that. And like, he's always there and he's my biggest cheerleader, but I, I know that he doesn't feel as loved by me as what he normally does. Right. And I've noticed a little bit of a disconnect from us there. I also know how easy it is to fix that. And, you know, the one thing that Ryan and I are quite good at is communicating. We had like a little internal marriage counseling session a few weeks back where he was just like, you, I get nothing. I, I get absolutely none of you anymore. Like you're with the kids and then you're working and then you're doing all your posting at nighttime. So you're sitting on your phone and you're engaging with people on the internet, which I get it. That's part of your job. And then on the weekends, like I also understand you need a breather. So you want to just go and blow off some steam with your girlfriends, which I get, but then where does that leave me? And I couldn't like, I absolutely agree with him. I've fully have not been able to give anything to him. And that's not the wife I want to be either. And so 
2023 for me was the year that I really, really bit off more than I can chew. And I burnt the candles at both ends. And I achieved some really, really significant, amazing things. But what I didn't do is I didn't get to really sit in them and celebrate them. And that to me is not a waste, but it's a disappointment from my end because I I think it's, I mean, (laughs) not tooting my own horn here, but like, I think it, I think it's a really great accomplishment that I've written a book and I have not even given it second thought. (laughs) Maybe by April when it comes out, I will be able to be like, wow, like pat on the back, Amy, you did that amongst all of the other things going on in your life. And, you know, I know the event was really great. I've had nothing but fantastic feedback. I've got people from other states wanting me to go and throw a party there and I absolutely want to give back to so many people. And it was just such a wonderful event in the sense where I could meet so many of you and give you all a hug and, you know, give you my time and my attention and stroke you inappropriately and play with your hair and potentially grind on you. Um, And I would love to do more than them. But I think what my game plan is going into 2024 is being a little bit more selective with what I say yes to. And above all, I really, really want to hone in and be the mum and the wife that I want to be. And I want to make sure that I'm giving ample amount of time and attention to those who mean the most to me. And ultimately, that's my family. I, I want to be able to go away on the weekends and I want to be able to switch off from my phone. And I know that social media and Instagram, it is such an incredible um, platform and it has given me the opportunity to do all of these wonderful things. And I have met some of the best women, women that I've never even met, but I just talked to on Instagram, women who reach out to me from the podcast, women who stop me at Miranda, wherever I am, give me a hug, say, you know, thanks for the laughs, whatever. But I also, I also need to, I guess, put up some boundaries for myself because the work that I do is so flexible. It means that there is no boundaries. There's no like nine to five job where I can switch off at five o'clock. It means that I can be home for the kids and I can pick them up and I can drop them to school and I can take them to parties, but then I jump on my phone. You know, if I'm sitting next to Ryan watching a movie, I'm also just sitting on my phone. Like it hit home the other day when Bobby was like, oh, can you lay next to me, mum? you know, they all bloody love me to lay next to them when I put them to bed just for a little bit. And I said, oh, I've got to, I've I've just got to post this, you know, I had to post this Telstra thing. And he goes, it's okay. Like just, even if you just play on your phone, but you lay next to me, (laughs) I don't want to be that mum. I want to be the mum that just hones in on him as a sweet little six-year-old who also pushes me and sends me insane sometimes. But I just, I want to give him five, 10 minutes of my time and then go and do my work. And so it's probably nobody else's fault but my own. So 2024 is all about boundaries for me, putting a few up just so that I have a little bit more of a balance so that I can do some work, not take on as much as I did in 2023 so that, yeah, when I do do the work and if I do do really good things that I can celebrate them and I can celebrate the wins and I can be more present as a wife and be more 
loving towards Ryan because he is a fucking catch and he is such a great husband and dad and I want to be that for him and I want you know I used to be that person for him but I just I have been so consumed with my work at the moment and I I just want to take a step back just marginally and yeah just have a bit of a balance and put up some boundaries I feel like I may have repeated myself a few times but I I was also catching myself because I was like oh god I don't want this to turn into like another crying one where I get emotional. I feel like I do that a fair bit when I monologue on my own. It's like my internal head noise just starts coming out and I just start verbalizing all of the thoughts that I'm going on. And again, it's like a, it's like a counseling session, except there's nobody here. It's just me and my phone. And it's a little weird, but also I'm just running with it. Maybe, maybe this is what I need to do more often. Just talk to myself, talk to a wall. For those of you who listen to this podcast and, you know, make yourself known on my Instagram and message me about the podcast and send in DMs and write through with the Q&As, I see you all and I am so appreciative that you are still here. We've been doing this podcast now for almost, I think it's been two years. I think it has literally been two years. And if you are still on the journey with me, wow, you're a true OG And I am so grateful for you and you've probably seen it all. Like you've come on the journey. You would have, you would have come on the journey with me from the get go when we were living in Bangor and now Alfred's Point and my parents moving away. Anyway, you name it, you've come on the journey with me. I I hope that you understand where I'm coming from with all this weird emotional outpouring. I'm sure if you're a mum, you get it. The juggle is real, like parenting is real, but trying to juggle work at the same time. Like I always used to think that when I was doing just the stay-at-home mum role, I was like, oh, this is so hard. This is so hard. You know, if I just work three days, it would be so much better. But all that's happened is it's like my workload has increased (laughs) and I still do the stay-at-home mumming stuff and then I work on top of that. And this year was really hard. It was really hard without my parents. And not to say Ryan's side isn't helpful, but they do live over an hour away. So it's not as easy as I'm talking about the the, the people that you can just lean on who are five minutes away, that you can just drop a kid around or just, you know, can grab your kid if you're stuck in traffic. That's, that's what I'm missing. So um, I've had to lean on my brother a fair bit now, only my middle one, because my youngest has three kids and he'd be like, fuck off, Amy. I... I think you all would understand and I think you all get it. You're probably nodding your head in agreement. But I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. And I am going to take a little break for about three to four weeks, just basically while I've got all three kids at home. Kobe's preschool shuts for three and a half weeks. So I have all three kids at home on my own. Ryan has no more annual leave. I will probably be bald by the time I come back and or a high-functioning alcoholic. But I want you to know that Beyond the Chaos will be running. So every fortnight, Beyond the Chaos will be up. And it is a parenting one. And it is the ones that are coming out are so goddamn funny. Like, I tell you what, for a professional parenting expert, Jen is an absolute crack up. Like, she's just the most normal person you will feel 
so much better listening to these podcasts because ultimately we're just two mums. I mean, she's a pro and I'm just winging a prayer every day. But at the end of the day, if you strip both back, both credentials back, we're just mums. We're just mums and nobody fucking knows what they're doing. There's no right or wrong ways to parent. But Jen has found some incredible coping techniques and things that you can put into place when you are struggling. And when when I say struggling, like we all struggle. I fucking struggled this morning. Like I almost got in the car and cried on the way home. So they will be there for you to listen to over the holidays, school holidays. Um, and I will be back start of the year. I've got some really great guests lined up and I hope you all join me back here for Beyond the Likes. But in the meantime, I really, truly hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. I hope that it's not filled with tantrums. Like I hope that your kids are decent, right? Like my kids are fucking assholes on Christmas morning. There's always tantrums over Christmas presents. Oh, she got more than me. And there's these, all these beautiful Instagram posts and you know, beautiful Christmas family photos. And you know what? I'm going to post one of them too, but then I'm going to write a caption and it's going to tell you the real, raw, honest truth because that that is my lane. I'm always going to give you the hard, relatable facts. And you know what? My kids might surprise me and they might be angels, but I highly doubt it. Um, there's always tantrums. I, I, I do think that Charlie and Bobby are getting better, but um, we're not out of the clear with Kobe yet. Uh, age four has been... Not much better than age three. Sorry. Sorry to those waiting for the age four to click over. Four has, it's not been much better. So Christmas is nothing like you remember it as a kid. Like Christmas to me was a fucking magical time. And Christmas to me as a mum is just kind of hectic and stressful. But I hope that at some point during the day, you can just sit down with a glass of rosé and just have a moment's peace. And I hope that your kids appreciate the absolute weapon of a woman that you are. I hope you get the I love yous and the Merry Christmas mums. And I hope you get the little glimmers of niceness and warmth that keep you going and that help you push through the day. Because that's that's our rocket fuel, right? That's what keeps us going. That's, that's what keeps the wheels turning, the cute little moments. So I hope you get some of them on Christmas Day. I hope you can relax on Boxing Day. I hope you can, you know, get yourself bloody lit Boxing Day. Have 14 gin and tonics and just black out somewhere and let your husband deal with the shit show that is your kids at bedtime. Or is that just what I'm going to do? I don't know, maybe. Whatever it is that makes you happy, do that and just make sure that at some point you are prioritising yourself and your own happiness. I know that's easier said than done, but we're all going to try because we fucking deserve it. And have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And my DMs are open. I, I might take a week to get back to you, but I will always try and endeavor to get back to you at some point. And I love you guys so much. And I will see you in 2024. Bye for now.